Welcome back to the Morning Skate, episode 230. <coughs> well, Christmas, Epi. Yeah, your host, Ked. I'm joined by my co-host, Brownie. Brownie, it's December 19th, less than a week till Christmas. Uh, people are starting into the holiday kind of spirit. I made yep. the 16-hour drive home from Tennessee, so I'm back in upstate New York. Baby, it feels great to be back. The air clear and cleaner so much better here it's insane like it's crisp and and i feel like when i'm in tennessee it's a smog um but the people are are the same dickheads as as they were when i left so little uh little kind of point your nose to the sky type people but you want to know what feels good to be back um how's everything going with you man good man all good my uh my pile like below the banner, how it's curled up in the corner. You can't see it because I manipulated the screen with my technical knowledge. Manipulator. Piled up with all the Christmas gifts that I have to wrap that are hidden down here in the basement from my snooping daughter. Are you a good rapper? Like freestyle? No, like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a beat. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, everything's relative, right? I mean, I grew up with my dad he used to put stuff in brown bags, staple the top, and with a sharp, <laughs> write your name on it. So yeah. I'm better than that, right? <laughs> but I, I wrap everything. Uh, I pride myself on no gift cards for Christmas, except for like the trash guy and the mail lady and stuff like that. Okay. But for family and friends, I'm a no gift card guy. Let me tell you what the trash guys and the mail ladies and of the world. You don't realize that they make out like bandits on Christmas. Oh, yeah. But here's the key for any of you homeowners or apartment dwellers. And a homeowner, hook up the mail lady, hook up the trash guy, hook up the UPS guy that always comes. That way your shit doesn't get fucked up. And the trash guy is going to, you know, let things slide when you need to throw something away that maybe you're not supposed to. Yeah. If you're in an apartment, you got to hook up the super. You got to hook up the doorman if you're in a doorman building. Or if you're in like a no super, you got to find the engineer is the key term. The engineer is the guy who makes shit run. That's the guy you got to find. You were just talking about like the bell guy. I was talking to this girl the other day. Did you know that at some bars and clubs, girls' bathrooms, when they leave, there's people that have perfume and they give them perfume to like before they leave. Did you know that was? Have you never gone into a bathroom in the men's room and there's a dude in there? I yeah, but I never would like cologne. It's normally he no, like they always got they got combs, cologne, breath mints, towels. Uh, towels. I've seen towels. I didn't know they had everything fucking uh, yeah. And here's the thing, do you tip them? If you take something. If you don't, no, just say what's up, bro. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could throw the guy, you could throw the guy a couple of bucks. I mean, how shitty yeah, is his night sitting in a fucking bathroom? But, True, but at the same time, I don't want to feel like every time I need to take a leak, I have to spend $2. Well, it's the same thing as going to a wedding, right? It's an open bar at a wedding. You walk up the first time, you look the bartender in the eye, and you drop him like 50 bucks, and you go, right. now we're good, yeah. right? Same kind of thing. You throw the guy a fiver when you first go in there, wipe your hands, maybe grab a comb, be like, what's up, bud? Have a good night. And you're, you're, class- kind of you're, you're a classy guy. I found a $20 bill on the ground at the hockey rink tonight. Uh, like when you walk into the rink, there's stands behind one of the net and you can go around the stands to the back of the bench. Mm-hmm. Went to fill up my water bottle halfway through the skate. Nobody's at the rink other than the people that are playing and nobody ever walks through there because the locker room's on the other side. It's $20 bill on the ground. Yeah. Well, would you keep it? Paid for your skate. That's what I did. All right. Yeah. That makes me feel better. I didn't know if that what was like, do? What are you, you going to go to the Zamboni guy? And be like, That's hey, what I'm saying. Like, am I yeah. going to put this in the lost and fucking found? Right, like, right. 
Do you know? Yeah, and then if the guy's like, "Yeah, that's mine," I'd be like, "Tell me the serial numbers." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, what are the numbers on the bill? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, it's got right. two and an O in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So we uh we are currently five minutes into the podcast, and we really haven't talked about hockey. We have a lot of things to talk about this week. Kind of a slow week, but we can have some fun with it. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna end up wrapping it up with our uh, top ten holiday movies. I only have nine. I'm just gonna get ahead of that. And then also a bonus round of our top three teams that we'd want to play for that aren't original six. Yeah. <clears throat> and I feel like when we get there, I think I'm we should. Like I'm going to crush it. Yeah. And about a week later, I'm going to look back at it and be like, why did I pick those three teams? I think we should do the teams first. And that way, when we go through the Christmas movies, if you are like, oh, I forgot about team X, you can always edit real quick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But um, all right. Let's just kind of play the music. NHL news. Boom. <laughs> NHL in the news time. Here we go. Let's break it down. All right, guys. COVID's, COVID's kind of back of the week. Um, yep. Calgary, Florida, Boston, Nashville. I think there's another team. Colorado. Colorado. No cross-border games until after the holiday break. Um, good news today. No one on Calgary roster staff tested positive. Furthermore, per Emily Kaplan this afternoon, multiple league sources tell her that it's highly unlucky that the NHL players will go now that the season has been materially impacted by COVID. Discussions are ongoing and decision will be announced in the next couple of days. I think when we, when if you guys have listened to this podcast for a while, we're a very pro professional hockey player playing hockey in the Olympics. Like that's what the Olympics should be. The, it should be the best of the best in the world representing their country. We were all pretty jacked up, fired up about it. After all this shit, dude, I, uh, I don't think it's worth it. Like I, I think I'd rather have my, at least the Rangers stay just because like, dude, Five weeks in a Chinese like fucking dorm room quarantine. Not well, it's only three. Anybody. It's only I three. It but no, it's it's three weeks in Beijing in a hotel room, right? Quarantine. <laughs> then it depends on where you play. So, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm gonna speak like I know what I'm talking about with a little authority in my voice. Hey, boy. Um. So, if you're, let's say you're uh, Austin Matthews, right? Yeah. Playing for Toronto, he goes over the Olympics, gets popped over there stuck for three weeks then when he comes back to canada it's another two weeks in lockdown so that's where the five would happen so that's where the five weeks come if you're an american player i think it's only one week but either way the other thing that factors into this is when you're playing in the olympics you don't get your nhl salary Mm -hmm. and if you were stuck over there for let's say it's a five-week deal right there's basically a fund for the ioc which I'm sure no one's got their fingers in because the IOC is such a reputable organization. But it's like a $5 million fund to support the players. I mean, the guys that are going really don't need the paycheck, I would guess. But if you're stuck for five weeks with no income rolling in, no matter who you are, you know, that's still got to be. And how fast is that $5 million going to be gone if these guys are stuck for five weeks? It is way different. Comparing Sidney Crosby lifestyle to the someone like myself, I would not be able to five survive five weeks without paychecks and shit. Like I just, I would be fucked. Well, you also don't make as much as Sidney Crosby. That's what I'm saying. We live completely different lives. Sid would be like, oh yeah, that's that's my toilet paper. Well, week. look at Evander Kane though. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, he's got all that money, and he he can't. Does Evander Kane go to the Olympics and light it up for Team Canada? Oh, if the if the NHL players don't go. 
Actually, I didn't have a chance to really dive into it, but I saw someone put up an American and Canadian roster of players if the NHL players can't go. So it's some younger guys, some older guys, free agents. Does Evander Kane do it? Well, like that, would probably, that would probably fuck his contract, though. Like, if, if the NHL says none of our players are going over there, he probably wouldn't be. Oh, he's still part of the NHLPA, right? I would think. Because he's still mm. technically on a team. Like, he still has a contract. Yeah. But you're telling me Vander Kane, who just had to file for bankruptcy, isn't thinking, hey, if I go over there, I play against a bunch of Division three people, I fucking score 15 goals a game, get my gold medal, and flip it for a fucking... And don't step on my Johnson. Uh, actually, I had a long conversation with a buddy of mine about Evander Kane. He sold me. I would take Evander Kane on the Bruins right now. What? Yeah. He flipped me. <laughs> How? How what? How? Like, you think your leadership group's that good? Yeah. Bro. Yep. After what we talked about before this podcast. Yeah, I do. I don't know, man. I do. I think Patrice Bergeron's respect carries a ton of weight. And I think they got a good core. He's a must-need player. If he's a must-need player, maybe. But if it's just something that, oh, this but will the problem is, is he's not a center. So, I, you know, that's that kind of defeats the purpose for me. That was the – he, and that's what he kept saying. He's like, if he was just a center, if he was just a center. But. Fair enough. But obviously this sucks. Um Yeah, I, I, it just – it's not it's not good. So, everybody out there, it's not just happening in the NHL. Like, New York – I guess is just COVID set like central in the city right now. And just, I don't well, know. There's Monday night football's being played. There's two games tomorrow and a game on Tuesday because <laughs> of COVID stuff. So if you're listening, I'm not telling you what to do, what not to Just try to be careful. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. Try not to get it. Um, everybody kind of has the right to do it. And if you want to know the real that. truth behind the COVID conspiracy, go to the morning skate <laughs> website and see my conspiracy blog that I put up. <laughs> We're everywhere. We should add do 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 that. <laughs> um. All right. You have good Chicago, good Chicago, bad Chicago. We should make this a fucking. We should make this a game show that we do every oh week. God. You know what's sad though? We could do good Chicago, bad Chicago almost every week so far this year. That's what I'm saying. We could yeah. we could add like 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 our Family Feud kind of thing. We got to get a producer in here, fucking tossing out some fucking noises. If yeah. you're listening to the podcast and you want to hang out with the boys and like throw in some noises and just talk hockey for a couple hours, let us know. Yep. There it is. Um, all right, Kenton, Chicago. That could be a Kenton thing. <laughs> be a Kenton thing. I feel like he could do that. Flurry, uh, by the numbers, five hundred wins, uh, fifty-two thousand one hundred thirty-seven minutes of time on ice. That's kind of a lot. I know. Uh, Two point five five goals against, nine thirteen save percentage. He's a four-time NHL All Star. Most wins versus the Rangers, of course. He had thirty-three. Most shutouts against the Devils, six. Nine hundred and one games played, sixty-nine shutouts. Nice. Yeah, I knew, I knew you'd like that. So the flower, I just I don't think he'll nobody did we talk about this last week? Nobody's ever gonna catch Marty Berdier. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Hey, <laughs> so I just did the math and I might have done it wrong, but that's roughly 36 days in net. His time on ice. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. I just the Marty Berdier thing kind of blows my mind, right? Because back then you could tie. Yeah, so that's just I was gonna bring that up. You like, could tie then and you can't now. So in theory, how many more wins would he have? Right. It was easier for Flurry to get where he got than it was for Brodeur. Which is or Watt. Yeah. Like that's yeah, why. Um, and expansion, you know, diluted competition, you know. And uh, dude, I always say, like, I I think Patrick Locks kick ass. I love Dominic Hoshik. 
not a burner guy just because he was on the Devils or whatever, but like, dude, just looking at those stats alone, the fact that he did it during ties and nobody's ever going to break that. And I know he had a good defensive structure in front of him, but like, dude, you still got to be pretty fucking good. And like, he stole a ton of games. He's probably the best goalie of all time. Brodeur? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at that, dude. Like in terms of like statistics and shit. I mean, I mean, for a series, you might still want Tim Thomas, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> or Mike Richter, probably. Oh, do you remember cool. that commercial, the old ESPN commercial for Mike Richter, when they just pelted him with pucks? Yeah, and he skates away, and one hits like the plexiglass over the over the net, yeah. and he walks back. I love that did, commercial. Did you see Kincaid's new setup? Mm-mm. He has Mike Richter's pads, but like, oh, I did see that. Like, I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of sick. Yeah. And like I, I gave Kincaid the worst amount of shit when he did the emojis because that was when Didi Gregorius was doing it for the Yankees. I'm like, dude, would you find your own thing to do? <laughs> it's kind of growing on me a little bit. It's a copycat like, league. He's a Union College boy too. Snack oh yeah. New York. yeah. All right, bad Chicago. Oh boy, this was rough, dude. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the game. So was this a chippy play? Was this guy being an asshole, or was this just a collision? Because Brett so, Connolly, Brett Connolly's not that guy. Okay. He lit up. Was it Tanner Caro? Yeah. He had to be stretched off, stretched off the Joe Pavelski interview afterwards. Holy shit. Dude. Yeah. I think that's almost like throwbacks for him. You remember when he cracked his head open, the Sharks mm. in, in the Vegas? Series? I'm sure that was part of it. Plus, uh, I don't know the age difference, but Joe Pavelski can, is close to being <laughs> old enough to be the guy's dad, right? Something Isn't like Carol that. Young guy? I thought he was yeah. younger. Yeah. Um, again, I didn't see the game, so I don't know what if there was I any saw the play and it didn't look like. I think what happened is that he was going in for the puck and he looked up and was like, Oh, I got to protect myself too. And I'm not speaking for, I'm not like the Brett Connolly right. defending club here. You know, he's, but he's not that player. He's I a, don't get a Brett Connolly player. scumbag kind of vibe. From well, he, he can be, he can be chippy with stick work. I remember that, you know, he's good for a slash behind the play, that kind of stuff. I don't think he's going to fucking light no, somebody up. He's like, not, he's not on the train tracks normally. <laughs> And and that actually, was, in Brett Connolly's defense, when they were stretching him off, he stayed on the ice and made a point to skate over uh, to the stretcher to kind of be like, "Hey, man, sorry." Before yeah. he went off, he did get five and ten, though. You know, it's I, that shit. It's scary stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like that's gotta just. I can't imagine what the bench is like. We saw that with Juju Jujar Kara. I think I nailed that. Yep. yep. Um, and like, there's been so many times where somebody's got a little up, like uh, R.J. Umberger. Um, David Backus on that Seabrook hit, yep. the Paul Korea thing. The Paul Korea thing is that might be well, the, the league was very different then with Korea. That might be the craziest story of all time, yeah, because they interview him and he still has no recollection of scoring that goal. Yep. And that, like, think about that how fucked up you were. Listen, I know we hate NHL and fucking roofing one on Marty Brunner in the playoffs. I know we hate doing this comparison, but I got a pretty bad concussion playing beer league and. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, I'm good. You know, like the bench is empty. How'd it happen? Did you fall into somebody? You get hit? No, me and the kid were John at each other. He said I chopped him and and I told him to suck it up or whatever. I think I might have called him Buttercup. And I blew him a kiss and his fucking wires crossed. And he cross-checked me right across the temple. No way. Yeah, he just snapped. He was like probably like 26, 27, a very good player. Was he rattled as fuck afterwards? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. They, I, I really don't know. I don't really remember. I just remember blowing him the kiss and him charging me. And my buddy told me that I got cracked, but then I was like, no, no, I'm good. Went down, took the face off down the other end. Did anybody do anything? Oh, bench is empty. Yeah. Was crazy. Say, All yeah, our guys if, came over. If you were ever on any team that I was on and that had happened to you, like with the teams that not trying to pump my own GM beer league to hire yeah, yeah. or whatever, 
that kid would have fucking paid for that. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. Well, the ref kind of bundled him. From what I was told, the ref kind of bundled him and put him, the ref put himself between the kid and the guys on my team situation. What a donkey. But I, but I don't remember, like I took the face off. I don't really remember. We went back on the bench and I called the timeout at one point and they're like, Brownie, what are you calling a timeout for? I'm like, well, we got to pull the goalie. They're like, no, no, we're up by one. I thought we were down by one. Yeah. And then I came home that night and I couldn't remember the code on the door to get in. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Especially because like you can't remember it. And like half of you is kind of like, uh oh, like you, you realize that there's something wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, so. hey, just to digress, I'll give you this story, though, because it's kind of funny. Uh, so when I got this concussion, it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. Like everything shut down like a week later. So my wife. Daughter and our just went down to their parents' house, her parents' house down South Shore. And I was home with them because their parents are older and stuff. And I was just playing, uh, unbeknownst to me how bad it was, playing video games while coming back from a concussion. I was playing this game called Days Gone. It's a zombie game. It's fucking awesome. You're like this renegade biker in the zombie apocalypse killing zombies. And then when I got tired of playing that, I decided to start watching The Walking Dead from the beginning because I'd never seen it. So I'm like inundating myself with zombies. I'm highly concussed and it's the pandemic, right? So no one was supposed to be out. You weren't supposed to interact with people. So I live in a small town. So I would take my dog for a walk around town at like midnight, one in the morning. Right. If I saw anybody, I'd see him from a distance and I'd like cut across the street and shit. And it got <clears throat> so bad that at one point I was walking, walking around town, town with my dog and a baseball bat. And my wife called me FaceTime and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm just walking Lou. She goes, is that a baseball bat? I'm like, yeah, there's walkers. And she's like, what? Go home. <laughs> there's there's zombies everywhere. I swear. Yeah. Uh, I was all fucked up. Yeah. So Thanks. sorry. Go ahead. Um, sticking with Dallas, Jamie Ben called out his teammates for the lack of heart, motion, motivation after a loss to St. Louis on Friday. That's five in a row, including a back to back against St. Louis. It's captain shit. It's time to wake up, yeah. boys. Time to wake but up. But I feel up. like I, I feel like every couple of years, someone's got to call out Dallas from within, and I yeah. don't understand. It's the same core. Well, Pavelski's gone, but you know, yeah, maybe Jamie uh, Ben's not the leader we thought, right? If he has to continually do this, I don't know, man. It's I like Jamie Ben. I like his I game, I like the way he plays. But why is this always the thing? You're not wrong. Could be a Sorry, Sagan thing. <clears throat> could be a Sagan thing. Yeah, it could be a Sagan thing. All right, um, Paul Maurice resigned. From the Winnipeg Jets. This was crazy. This kind of came out of nowhere. Hmm. Shout out to NRD. Um, he called this before it ended up happening. So good for that guy. Um, so here's a quote. If you would allow me some arrogance, I would say that I'm better positioned than anyone to know that they need a new voice. They haven't quit on me. They're a good bunch of men. My relationship is strong with all of them and I'm cheering for them. But when you have a 26 year professional hockey career, you know, they need a new voice. They need somebody to help them get out of the, get to that next place. More. He said it was hundred percent his decision. I'm not going to be looking back from two months from now going, you knew you should have stepped aside and you didn't. And that's wrong. Where he said, I get to at least feel like I've done it right. Uh, he texted Pete DeBoer and said, I win or I won. Thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Well, they also, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Shevelday. How do you say it? Shovel day off. Shovel day off. 
he uh, came out and said that they're going to honor Maurice's <laughs> entire contract. That's kind of cool. Uh, well, That's... I really don't think they have a choice, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't they... think there's a. I mean, they could buy him out, I guess, more could deal, but. I don't know. Uh, I don't Dave, know Lowry, Dave Lowry, Dave Lowry, Lowry uh, takes over as interim coach for the rest of the season. Gets his first career W today against St. Louis. Bennington made a selfish play, cost his team a chance to get back in the game. Winnipeg won four two. You were talking about this. I didn't see it. So what ended up happening? So Winnipeg, uh, <coughs> Winnipeg's down by two. Uh, they're they're trying to. I mean, sorry, St. Louis is down by two. They're trying to get back in. Bennington loses his stick. Cause he never, he never holds and he stick. He just dropped it and no one touched him. He starts gesturing at all the Winnipeg players, just being a, oh, he's such a bitch sometimes. And then he uh, takes his mask off. He did the Robin Leonard. Yeah. It's a delay game. So two, two minutes, right? They're shorthanded. So then they score shorthanded. Okay. Right. So now it's four, three. Or three or three to two. I think it was three to two at that point. So it's three two. So Bennington, all you gotta do is fucking dial in for the last minute and a half, and maybe you guys can steal one, right? Yeah. Sixteen seconds later, four to two. Oh, <laughs> he he's just a loose cannon, that guy. Dude, he is like we were talking before we started recording about like Ryan O'Reilly. I guarantee you at times Ryan O'Reilly must look at him and go, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I would love to see a, a Vegas blue series. I got heated. And Bennington to act up with Robin Leonard on the other end of the arena. Oh, who was it that Robin Leonard was trying to fight the other night? Anyone on the New Jersey Devils who wanted, yeah. who wanted a shot at the title, they were getting it. Did you see his uh, thing when he went to Long Island, too, when he went back to Long yeah, Island? Yeah, I thought that he was cool. I didn't realize that was on his neck, that tattoo. Oh, yeah. We're a, bit, we're yeah. a neck, neck tattoo positive podcast. Yeah, um, well, apparently. And, and positive then, Robin Leonard, too. So the guy who started that was Mason Geertsen. He was a guy who was on the Rangers. He was in the Rangers system. He was the tough guy that everybody thought they were going to call up when the Wilson thing happened last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. The Devils ended up signing him. He kind of started that. The reason why I'm bringing this up, did you see how he chirped for Tuesday the other day and told him to go get vaccinated? <laughs> that's a pretty good chirp, though. You know? I mean, that that's up there with the with all the Jeff Skinners. Like, I can't believe you make that much money. You yeah. fucking suck, dude. Actually, to continue to go digress, there was a they asked Marshawn not too long ago, like, what was the best chirp you ever heard? I forget who said it to him, but they were at a face off, and someone goes, "Hey, the hot dogs smell good," <laughs> and he just burst out laughing and it was like covering his face. <laughs> I I uh, was listening to the PJ Stock interview on Chicklets. Uh, and he talked about one time how he went out on the ice. He had, didn't play shift the whole fucking game. They sent him out there, and somebody goes, hey, PJ, does your coach even know you're fucking out here right now? And I guess everybody like, started laughing and shit. You love seeing shit like that. Yeah, that's the best. Um, Anaheim, Trevor Zegers, he comes to a press conference. I think they were in Star Wars jerseys that night with a little baby Yoda. Yeah. He, This kid is like the ultimate fucking bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, holy shit, man. This, this kid does not have a care in the world. But – I I think, and I could be wrong, and it depends on your personality, obviously, but I feel like this is so refreshing to see a kid just embracing it and having fun as yeah. opposed to, like, the Taves, Captain Sirius, and, you know, McDavid with his programmed answers and stuff. This kid's like, yeah, man, I'm making all this money. I play hockey. But what's cool about time. it also is, like, he now has a personality. And, like, yeah. he like but Lafreniere, like, you've never seen – and like he's a robot. Like I almost kind of wish like you would see more of this shit. Exactly. You know. Um, well, you know what'll happen? It'll be interesting to see how the jersey sales are, 
And if this kid's number one, I wonder if you start to see people open up more. Yeah. Money talks, man. I mean, I'm sure agents would be calling their players like, hey. Yeah. Figure it out. Um, 19-year-old Cross Hannes? I think so. What a name. Yeah. Uh, of the Portland Winterhawks, he pulled the Zegers assist against the Spokane Chiefs Saturday night when he tossed the puck to James Stefano, batted in the net. He's already scored a Michigan goal this season <coughs> or this year. Leads the team in assists. He's a prospect in the Detroit system. There's a video of um, Marie Philip Poulin and Melody Doust. Practicing the move during practice and pregames of the Women's World Championship last summer. Never in the game. I mean, you're seeing this. Well, they that's there. the big thing. They were doing this, and they're, they're thinking Zegers might have seen them doing it. I, I don't think that's what happened. I think it's well, different. They did, it in the, they did it last summer, dude. But they also didn't do the Michigan. They're just flipping pucks over that. No, no, no. They did his play with him and Sonny, Sonny Milano. That's what they were doing. It, yeah, but they didn't. His play was he Michigan the puck to himself and tossed it over. The Michigan. Yeah, no, I understand. But that's but what she it, was doing. No, she was just flipping it. Oh, she wasn't. I thought she picked it up with the Michigan. No, this, I think this is just trying to tie everybody together kind of a thing. It's hey, so whatever. cool. Hey, so it's cool. got us talking about women's world juniors. Bro, so. bro have you seen all these like kids in youth hockey doing oh, yeah. shit? Tortorella's head spinning around right now. Oh my now. god, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. Like, and you know what's funny? It's like you're seeing all the videos of people doing it. There has to be so many p- videos of people trying to do it and just failing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen like 15. Got live, how many have that on Live Barn? Go on Live Barn and watch any beer league warm up. Brownie, all I want for Christmas is a Live Barn sponsorship. I know. I know you're that would me. be. It'd be sick. Like, and it, it makes sense. So, I don't know. We should reach out to them and figure it out. Um, <laughs> we should. Yeah, I'm going to write them down. Washington Nicholas Baxter is back for the Caps. Ovechkin is now done skating. Uh, Did you see the clip? Do you know what I'm referring to? No. He scored a goal the other night in Baxter's first game back where he came striding into the zone and he stopped skating. Oh, like, yes. Step yes. outside the blue line glided all the way into his spot and then scored i was like come on yeah i mean <laughs> you know he's gonna be there too yeah, like, that's, it's, that's fucking that's some crazy shit dude that's that's like kind of similar to the mariano rivera cutter where like if you were up you knew oh, yeah, yeah. every pitch he was throwing you as a cutter and there's a good chance you're gonna break your bat every time ovechkin gets a shot in that fucking area he's gonna score it like there's every once in a while in sports you see something where somebody's just so fucking dominant that's something it's, it's reverse of the glitch it's right? like every time steph curry shoots a three steph curry just broke the the record for most threes I saw him shoot like a three-pointer from like the stairs and the tunnel going Bro, back to like, the locker room it, he's not even old so he just broke the record he is going to fucking shatter that thing there'll be someone who's better I don't know, dude. I don't watch basketball, but isn't basketball going to all everyone shoots shoots threes? I don't I don't watch basketball either. But like I I I've never watched basketball, but like growing up, there's always like players that you know that are good. Like Carl Malone, John Stockton, Larry Bird, um, Reggie Miller for the Pacers was a guy that you knew that could fucking shoot. So he had he had it, then Ray Allen had it, and now Steph Curry does it's it's crazy. That's actually basketball. You want to hear something funny about Reggie Miller? I used to work when I lived in South Carolina, I worked with this girl who went to high school with Reggie Miller and his older sister, Cheryl, I believe her name is. And I guess Cheryl, comparatively, was a better player than Reggie. No shit. Like, in the women's game, she was, like, yeah. a better player. And I remember when I was living down there, it was something happened with Reggie Miller and Spike Lee, you know, one of those games they were John at each other. And I said something to her. I go, oh, we were in, like, the conference room at work. I go, oh, did you see that thing with Reggie Miller? It was crazy. She goes, wait, is that Cheryl Miller's little brother? 
and that's how she knew him. Wasn't oh, that weird? Yeah, it's just a yeah. weird perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. Uh, Dylan Larkin scored his first career hat trick. Each goal was better than the previous. I can't believe he's never scored a hat trick before. This is a guy that like people pegged on the U.S. team for like the longest time, and I remember just being like, "Eh, mm. I think he's on the team. You can he flies, oh, dude. Doesn't he matter. Flies. But, yeah, sure. But if, yeah, if it were to happen, <laughs> in four years. Like, it, I, it's kind of cool to see, like, because they. I feel like they gave him this leadership role. Like he's he's had it for Early. a bit. And now he's starting to get people around him. And you're seeing him like when he stuck up for himself earlier this year against yeah. Joseph. And like, I feel, and the Red Wings aren't there yet. They're not going to be there for a bit. But if I'm they're fun Wings to watch, fan, though. If I'm a Red Wings fan, I'm pretty happy with what's going yeah. on right now. And if you, if you want to see these, uh, these goals, go to Maz's blog. He has the clip of each of them. And they really are. The first goal is good. The second goal is better. And the third goal is ridiculous. I mean, Maz is getting brought up every podcast. This kid's fucking head spinning right now. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, this is football, but yeah. Oh, I didn't even see this. So the Carolina I was Panthers watching this kind of. So the Carolina Panthers needed a they needed an e bugger an e buck an emergency backup kicker. Uh, kicker injured his quad in warmups and he was out. Carolina tried the punter, a linebacker, a wide receiver, a running back, and a quarterback as a kicker. Ended up being the wide receiver Brandon Zilstra did kickoff. Carolina went for two when they scored. The punter is an Australian. She had no prior experience kicking field goals or point afters. The coaches were walking through the locker room asking players if they've ever kicked before. Dude, this, I mean, this is just the most ridiculous story. And I had the TV on. I was cleaning up down here and I was working in the shop and I had the TV on like the background. And there's a video out of all of these other players attempting field goals prior to the game. It literally looks like you, me, Jenks, Fink, and Preston and Disco <laughs> were out there kicking. I'm actually not bad at field goals. You then they could have used you because these guys were horrible. When I played uh, JUCO, we had like a football field there or whatever, and like we would work the girls' soccer games where like a ball went out of bounds, we'd throw it back in or whatever. And I remember walking back over to the rink, uh, the football team was out there. They had a couple balls. Practice was over. Like, hey, you mind if we kick a couple? I was. They weren't far, but I think like 25 yards. Like if I'm directly in the middle, I can hit a 25 yarder. I would say nine out of ten times. <laughs> These guys were like kicking the balls, and they were like boom, 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 boom. They weren't yeah. even getting in the air. Oh, it was so bad. That's, that's hilarious. And there's nothing better than seeing a linebacker sized guy line up to kick a field goal. Right, dude. Just this <laughs> giant head with like baby little legs. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that was the NHL in the news, NFL in the news, NBA in the news, and wow, we just covered all four majors. Four majors. Oh, you want to talk about the lacrosse brawl, <laughs> the goalie fight? That's an Albany Thunderbirds. Oh, is it? Albany, New York. Yes, it was. My is, that the was NL is that the NLL? Yeah, my buddy's at the game. He sent us a video. That's sick. You know what's fucking crazy about that shit, man? It's like, you know when you're at a bar and there's a fight? People don't ever square up. Like, nobody – it's not – like, it's not a hockey fight. Like, it, a hockey fight, you always – you grab here, you throw jabs, you throw over. A bar fight's never like that. It's just chaos. It's just, like, people fucking throwing, right? Here's, so, a, here's a little free tip to you. Anyone who's about to get in a bar fight, when the donkey walks up to you and he pushes you, don't push him back. Throw a punch. Yeah. There you go. That's a free tip for you from Brownie. Yep. 16 um, years of bartending, saw plenty of fights. But what's crazy to me, dude, is on hockey, the reason why you square up and you grab here, it's because you're on skates. Like, yep. you need balance. You need the balance. These across players, when they square up, they square up like it's a fucking hockey fight. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's the uh, what do you call it? The Warriors code. Like the one guy, his gear started to come off. So the other guy, guy waited, waited for him to take his stuff off, and the other guy took his stuff off, and let's go. But you know what I mean, though. Like it wasn't they were just thrown. Like if yeah. in a bar, they not on skates. 
Well, they, I thought that was in kind theory, of funny. in theory, they weren't drunk at the lacrosse game. In theory, I just I think it's kind of funny that the lacrosse players when they fight, they fight like they're hockey. Well, players. most of them probably play hockey or at least beer league. Yeah, I mean the one. There's, very, there's a lot of overlap with lacrosse and hockey. One goal they threw a massive uppercut. I don't know if it yeah, landed, yeah. but it. Good that take. Ain't that ain't me. Um, <laughs> five sports. Boom. Rangers. Oh, the Rangers have not been playing well. They blew the game to the Golden Knights the other night. They were up two one. Uh, tied it up and then they lost in a shootout. They beat the Coyotes 3-2. It was a big comeback game. That was kind of nice to see, but, like, you shouldn't be coming back against Coyotes. That's a team that you should – if you're a good hockey team, you should be able to wipe the floor with them. At the end of that game, Ryan Lindgren and uh, Phil Kessel went at it. Really? And on that, so there was, like, one draw of .2 seconds left, and Troub is out there barking at Clayton Keller. And Clayton Keller, like, was kind of barking back. They dropped the puck, and Truba fucking sent this kid – into the ice. Like, I was like, I can't believe he just fucking did that. Everybody squares up. Lindgren grabs Kessel, and then they – it was like a wrestling match, and Phil ended up, like, getting – Ryan Lindgren's an awful fighter. I love him. He plays the game really hard. Oh, but he's not, not Kessel's there for either, so. But it was – it was uh, – it was that was kind of bizarre. Um, The game before that, like, Maybe a shirt for Truba, like – we talked about the Truba Demolition Company. What about, like, Truba World Tour and have it – like, his both his hands are, like, sledgehammers. Dude, like that. After this podcast, look that up. I think you could probably be able to find it. I would just search Lindgren Castle fight because it, you see, because you wouldn't think True would be. McLean Keller's like 5'8, like 160. And True, True doesn't care. Give a fuck, dude. Like, who who on Phoenix is going to do something? That's they, it, you know. It would, that was, I thought that was kind of bizarre. They lost the Avalanche 4 to 2. They got shut out by the Preds 1 0. Before that, they beat the Sabres 2 1. And before that, the Avalanche beat them 7 3. The Rangers aren't playing good hockey right now. Um, you hate to see it. Zabanajad's kind of putting the puck in the net a little bit more. Capo had two the other night, which was kind of cool. Um, but that Phoenix game was the one I was watching, where Zabinajad choked on the breakaway, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and ever since you told me that he coasts a lot, I watch, and that's yeah, drives that shit does. drives me crazy. All he does, uh, drives me crazy at every level. <laughs> yeah, so they're a little bit of a funk. Um, recently, Patrick Nemeth went into COVID protocol. Um, Nils Lumquist has been out. He's been like sick. It's non-COVID related, but he's been out for like a week or two. So Zach Jones was scratched from Hartford uh, for their game the other day, and people are starting to think maybe they're going to call up Zach Jones. I wouldn't hate it. Igor Shesterkin's back from the IR, so we have a goalie again. Um, and in the process, Georgiev has made these games tight enough where people might actually think he's a good goalie. So value went up. I'll take that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of where we're at. Just not, you know, and this happens throughout the course of the season. The season's not always going to be fucking butterfly kisses. And you know what I mean? It's not always going to be like that. So we'll see the no, character that comes from them. The Canadian game is canceled on Wednesday. So they're going to have a little bit of a break, which I, it's probably nice if I can get out there and spend yeah. some time with your family. Um, and then they'll, they'll be back at it. So that's kind of what I have on the Rangers. Ooh, um, Molly Walker is going to end up coming on the podcast coming up soon. She writes for the post. She covers the Rangers. Really, really nice. Uh, nice girl. You remember I was talking about Julian Kemmer last podcast, uh, mm-hmm. our Russian correspondent. Yep. She ended up, I, I messaged her to see if she wanted to come on the pod. She goes, yeah, absolutely. But I'm actually in the process of moving to Russia. And I'm like, what is moving to Russia? And she's like, yeah, I'm like permanently moving here. So she must love it. Yeah, so she she permanently moved there. She got, I think she's kind of settled in now. Best of luck to her. She's gonna crush it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I have for the New York Rangers. Speaking of breaks, uh, just this popped in my head. I think it's awesome that the NHL does a trade freeze over the holidays. Yeah, that's, I think cool. that's a good thing. Yeah, 
I think that's cool. Uh, one other thing, Reeves fought McDermott the other night, and he didn't win. I'm not saying he lost badly, but he did not win the fight. And it was one of if it would have been one of those things where if he beat the wheels off of him, I think the boys would have bounced back. And it was kind of like, oh, that that kind of sucks. Wait, so, so you can tug on Superman's cape? <laughs> yeah, it was like fuck, dude. Like he didn't get pumped or anything, but I definitely oh, no, don't think no. he won yeah. the fight. Um, hate to see it, but that's that's what I got. So the Bruins came off this great Western Canadian trip. The Boston fucking Bruins, dude. Came home, got embarrassed by Vegas, and then they were forced to play shorthanded versus the Islanders. Again, I refer you to my conspiracy blog that was just posted tonight. Go look. What do you, what do you think of Vegas as a team? Because we both got to see our team play. I didn't, I didn't get to see the game. Okay. I was out. Okay. I did not see the game. Uh, I think Vegas – I mean, dude – they have Stone and Pacioretty, and then they're still going to get Eichel back. The Eichel I mean, thing, the Eichel thing is going to be an absolute fucking game changer. They're going to oh have to move some pieces, right? Look, they got to demote somebody. They have to send someone down to the AHL. That's all. No, like cap wise. Oh, oh, that I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not up to date on that. I'm pretty but, sure they're going to have to move somebody. There's been Riley Smith to the Ranger talks ever since the beginning of the year when they were Riley Smith. Up. If he's used properly, is a good player. Yeah. I you know I know Hal had that whole thing like Vegas hasn't earned it they didn't suffer enough you know yeah there's a there's enough players on Vegas that I like that outweigh the players on Vegas that I don't like oh man I'd have to like really think about that like I don't like Marsha Salt and I don't like uh Patch Reddy I kind of like Marsha folks he's a little rat but he's good ah, just fucking he's a poor man's Martian yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. But I like Pacioretty. I can tolerate him in Vegas, but, like, I love Robin Leonard. I, I hate Pacioretty. I can tolerate him. I love Shea Theodore. He's good. You know, I mean, there's a lot of good players that I really like there. I really like Mark Stone, dude. He's a fucking yeah, yeah, Stone's hell awesome. of a hockey player, dude. Yeah. Very so I think the guys player. I like outweigh the guys I don't like. So, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so the Bruins had to go to the island, and they were without – Bergeron, Marshawn, uh, Craig Smith, Trent Frederick, Anton Bleed, and Jeremy Swayman for the game. Still yeah, had I to play. I fucked myself because I was making picks. I'm like, oh, the Beads are going to kill the Islanders. And I yeah. didn't have any idea that many people were yeah. out. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, the Islanders were also without Matthew Barzal, but still, uh, they had everybody else. Um, so you would think in a time of shorthandedness, Black and Gold Nation turns its eyes to maybe one of the regulars to step up and, you know, have some impactful minutes and make a difference in the game. Taylor Hall certainly tried. Pasternak was playing shoot first, which is what everybody's on him. Nick Foligno fought Matt Martin and did okay because Martin elbowed Pasternak. But I then tried looking for that video. I couldn't find it. Uh, yeah. I, I helped on – I think I put, it on, I put it on the blog, actually. He yeah, did elbow. okay. Huh? No, no, that the elbow to pasta. I tried. Oh no, it was just like a. Um, but Jake DeBrusque started out in the third line. He ended up playing fourth line minutes because even in that shortened game, uh, I mean, a uh, short bench because they played with eleven forwards, he still was floating one hand, the fucking golf chop for clears. Like fuck off. We were talking offline about David Backus, and I literally told Ked that I would trade. Jake DeBrus for David Backus right now. Well, one of the things that David Backus said in the interview on Cam and Strick podcast, you guys get a chance to listen to it, was the fact that uh, Bruce Cassidy was a puck-moving defenseman, liked to control the possession of the puck, and David Backus was a guy who eats puck-moving 
defenseman. Yeah. something that he said. When Jake DeBrus first came in the league, would you agree that he had a lot more jam to his game? Like he he had a lot. I don't know more, if a lot more, but he had some. He had a lot more jam to his game. It, it, he looked like he was going to be a, like a Bruin. Like he looked like not that he was going to fight every fucking night, but he was going to be a guy who was going to bang bodies. He was going to go to the fucking high high populated areas, whatever. Every the way he's playing right now, there just ain't any of that there. Like so, so in the blog, do, do you think that this is because Bruce Cassidy likes his players? less like a Bacchus type and more like a fucking finesse type. Like, do you think he's making DeBrus not play? No, he loves when McAvoy lights people up. Nick Foligno's running around trying to hit people. Craig Smith, Charlie okay. Coyle, Marshawn, they all hit. Bergeron's been playing with a burr under his saddle for the last two weeks. Yeah. So there was a, a stat during the game that I put in the Islanders write-up that I put up. Um, Cal, Clutter, Cal Clutterbuck, who I fucking love that guy. He really in, I think he's played like 14 years in 10 of those 14 years. He's had 200 or more hits in a season. How is he remembered? Is he remembered as an Islander or a Minnesota wild? hundred percent Islander. I think. I think so too. That I think it was line. wild for a while, but now like that fourth the identity line, line and everything. So in 10 seasons, he had 200 plus hits in four of those seasons. He had 300 plus hits, which is incredible to think about it. It's almost four hits a game. Exactly. Play all 82. So I was like, let me take a spin over to hockey reference. And That's a lot of uh, shit. Holy I shit. want to do a little comparison to see how fucking soft Jake DeBrusque really is. In Jake DeBrusque's five year career, he has 194 total hits. Yeah. Yeah. So come on. Um, yeah. So it was a tough look. But they're shut down, I guess. Um, Curtis Lazar. Uh, Carson Coleman and Taylor Hall are now all in COVID protocol. So the whole team. So the Bruins are shut down until after uh, Christmas when they host the Penguins on the 27th. And starting on the 27th, outside of the Olympic break, if there is one, uh, the Bruins will have 56 games in 103 days left in the season. So Hal, Hal called me the other day and told me that exact stat. Yeah. And uh... – He's like, it fucking sucks. I'm like, well, dude, if you think the Bruins suck anyway, at least you're going to be watching them every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, that's tough, dude. That's going to be – how, well, how are they going to be in right now? Points. You pile up how the are they? Are they in a playoff? Uh, no, they're like, out because Detroit got the win and they lost. Detroit would be in? Mm-hmm. Wow. For the wild wow. card. For the wild card. You know, they always say you normally know what a team is around Thanksgiving. Yeah, but this is an odd year because of the shutdowns and all the games in hand the Bruins it have. It is, but, like, is there any any party of the things that the Red Wings could potentially make the fucking playoffs? Can I mean, they could. Ryan? I mean, listen, they no matter what, they always still they still have Steve Eisman. So, yeah. who knows, right? Yeah, that but, would be fucking nuts, dude. Oh, my God. Imagine putting a, can you imagine putting a bet on the Red Wings making the playoffs at the beginning of the year? We should, I bet you Maz has one. Jesus. I think he's a gamble guy. So that's, yeah, so that's what I got for the Bruins. So stay tuned. We'll see you Thursday if there's a game. All right. That's Bruins talk. Beer league round up. All right. Uh, I think I put up a three spot last Sunday. I skated tonight. Um, so what was tonight? Just like just the a boys, pickup. Like a like, pickup yeah. So when I lived here, at, like we would always have Sunday skates. So this yep. was one of the Sunday skates. What was weird though, the lights were on in the rink, but the lights weren't as bright as they normally are. And it like literally affected the way I played hockey. Like I'm not saying it was dark inside, but it just wasn't 
I don't know. It was. It's kind of hard to explain. The like, use of the bright lights in Nashville now is that what you're trying to say? Maybe. Maybe. That, maybe. Maybe I'm fucking. Maybe I went city boy. I don't know. But it was. Uh, you're was out in the ODR and you can't tuck them anymore, bro. I was gassed. I was out there for probably like we had two lines. I was probably out there for like a minute, minute ten, and the guys I was on line with. Had it been out there for like 3.30. So so I'd fucking be out there for a minute 10, get back to the bench, and they'd be fucking out there for another two minutes. I'd be like, sorry, bro. So is that, are you saying that it's a slower pace in Nashville, that you've gotten used to a slower pace? No, I just think I'm way out of shape. Yeah, I'm but you were playing pace. last week. Yeah, but and it was – Oh, weird. you said you had a little bit of a cold, <laughs> but, too. But so. this, this also kind of plays – like, you ever, you ever hear NHL guys that spend some time in the HL, sometimes they say the AHL is harder. Just because, like, the level's a little bit low. Like, when you're in the NHL, people know where, like, you know where the puck's going to be. You know what I mean? Like, Ask any goalie. Goalies hate playing, like, beer league pickup because shots come from, like, what What are you shooting from there for, you know? So, uh, maybe maybe it's a little bit of that because I think the league that I'm in in Nashville was definitely a better skate than the skate tonight. Oh, okay. But it just wasn't, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling it. That was kind of shitty, but at the same time, like, I drove 16 and a half hours partly because I wanted to bring my hockey bag, so my – Second night home, I got to play hockey, so I was pretty there excited about that. Perfect. Um, after the after the skate, I picked up my buddy for the skate, and then we went through uh, these neighborhoods that all had their Christmas lights up and shit, just to kind of check that out. I thought that was cool. Then came home, and now we're doing the fucking pod. But actually, the town I live in does a contest, and they have like four different categories, and they map out a uh, a route that you can drive and see them all. I uh, so I haven't done this this year or last year, but probably six or seven years. Every December first, I changed my name on Facebook to James Claus, and I put up like this like picture because me and my buddies would go to J.C. Penney and get like pictures taken of me in like a Santa costume and like them yeah, yeah. presents and shit. So I think what I might do next year is I might like I might come up with like I don't know maybe five type of things where it's gonna be like a scroll and I'm gonna fucking write in like fucking this handwriting calligraphy. And be, yeah, and it's gonna be like congratulations. Uh, James Claus has has voted you the best Christmas lights of whatever year, and I think I'm gonna drive around to these different neighborhoods and whatever has the best lights. I'm gonna fucking put in their mailbox, and each year I might do that. That'd be kind of cool. And make it like you get shot for trespassing. (laughs) I think it'd be kind of sick making a tradition because, like, dude, if if I live in a neighborhood and I spent fucking half my day putting up Christmas lights for for whatever reason. And I go out the, the next morning, like, especially if people don't care and it's kind of expected that you do it kind of a thing. You go out the next morning, you open your mailbox and you have this fucking thing signed, fucking red ribbon on it. You fucking open it up. Congratulations. You won. Maybe I tossed a candy cane in that bitch. There you go. Make a day. You know what? We were talking about content. I will go to this guy. So he he's a painting contractor here in town. Great guy. And he puts up this ridiculous display. It's awesome. I do it with my daughter there all the time. So maybe uh, one night this week, I'll go and do like a slow pan with my phone. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's sick. I would sick. love to see it. I love fucking driving around looking at Christmas lights. I think it's cool. Do they have it? Is it Nashville the same thing? Do people decorate like you drive around? Sure, I live in the city, man. So like, yeah, I don't I don't really have suburbs around me. Yeah. Which anyway. is kind of shitty. Like some, most of the bars have like Christmas like trees and shit like that, which is kind of cool. Like there's a lot of Christmas pop up bars, mm-hmm. but I don't know, dude. Being here with the crisp air and like snow on the ground. Oh, it's totally like, different. Like when I live down south, I'm like, wait, Christmas? What? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I just I don't know. It kind of made me realize I miss this place a little bit more than I thought. So, uh, what, <laughs> oh, what do you got? A Sixteen hour ride. So there you go. <laughs> are you still Are you still on the IR? No, I have a game. 
tomorrow night, what's today, Sunday? I have a game Monday night and Wednesday night. And uh, some of the kids I used to coach now are all like getting to be 21, 22, 23. So a bunch of them are home. They reached out to me yesterday. They're like, if we come to me where I live, like if we come to your town, will you come to the bar and have beers with us? And I'm like, yeah, I'll come down. So some That's of my cool. former players, I'm gonna gonna have some pop, wobbly pops with old coach. So I love that, dude. That's yeah. it. That's, so that's memories. Crazy. That's years from now, dude. Like that's, that's something that's, cool. you know, what's funny is out of the kids I've coached, I keep in touch with probably like 10 or 15 over the years, like the, the Northeastern uh, associate coach, I coached yep. him in lacrosse and we're still in contact. And it's weird. Like, I feel like, uh, I listen, I had very little to do with the way the men they turned out to be right. But I still have a feeling of pride in what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Impact. Yeah. Whether or not yeah. like, and I think that like that's okay to say. Like you had an impact on everyone. Yeah, I'm not taking credit. I mean, their parents did everything. You know, I, mean, I was like, just you know here for a little bit of it. Trying to think, like I was pretty close with my Sienna coach, um, but like I don't, I don't really have any old coaches that I reach out to. Like I think that'd be really cool to have been able to like come home for break and hit a coach up. Be like, hey, you want? You know what's funny is my my high school coach. I still am friendly with. Oh, he my, coached me. My, yeah. my high school coach was a fucking asshole. He was an idiot. <laughs> An absolute idiot. Hey, aren't you playing hockey with him? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. No, he was that guy was you ever you ever know you ever look back in your life and realize that somebody just made you so nervous and insecure, and then years later you realize that that person had no idea what the fuck they were doing. And you're well, just like, typically when someone makes you nervous and insecure, it's because they're nervous and insecure. Well, I like I, I was just it was the whole fucking thing, but yeah, I knowing what I know now, I wish I would have known that then because everything that he would have said, I'd be like, I'm gonna do the opposite, and yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But high takes 2020, brother. Yeah, uh, all right, so that's beer league, right? That's it, bro. All right, beer league roundup. Uh, now we're gonna get on to our Dominic Morris Heroes and Zeros. Hey, fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just gonna take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. Dominic Morris Heroes and Zeros. My hero's being home, dude. I am so fucking happy that I am home. Uh, feels nice again. I got to play hockey, I think, tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gym, get a nice coffee, do a ton of, like, uh, just a ton of, like, morning skate stuff tomorrow. I feel like I'm going to have a big morning skate day. Uh, I get to see my dog, dude. She's just awesome. I saw that video you put with just yeah. you and the, the dog dancing. She's, yeah. She's great. My mom has decorated the fuck out of this place. You walk <laughs> in, it's a goddamn winter wonderland. I pounded beers with my neighbor last night. Like, me and my neighbor have such a cool relationship now. Like, when I come home, I almost immediately go to his garage and we just fucking gas beers. Like, there's nothing better than beers in the garage. That's all we do. But here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing about his garage. He recently just put a wood stove into it. So now, don't have to worry about it. And and he just added a TV up in the top Perfect. right now. So like, my buddy has the same setup here in town. And ready for this, he's got a forge in his garage. Really? We're making knives this winter. That's kind of cool, dude. You yeah. have like friends that do cool shit like that. Fucking. Um, Maple syrup or like apple. Like oh, the apple cider. Yeah. Yeah. Apple, yeah. <laughs> like you have you have friends that like I'm sure you probably have a buddy that fucking is mine and fucking moonshine or some really? shit you haven't told me about yet. Uh yeah, I totally yeah, I knew it. Yeah, moonshine. <laughs> of course. <Right> dude. <laughs> is that moonshine or do you have to piss again? No, that's moonshine. That is uh, <laughs> that is um lemoncello moonshine he makes. Lemoncello moonshine. Oh, I'm not gonna do a zero of the week. I'm gonna go with another here of the week. Go ahead. My two. Because I'm home, 
it's Christmas cookie season, dude. And oh, my yeah. mom made so many Christmas cookies. The That's food awesome. for Christmas is just the best. So just all that. Christmas Keds here. I love it. I need your heroes and zeros of the week. All right. So my that. zero is not really a zero. My okay. zero is a heads up or a PSA. Okay. okay. Yep. If you're a homeowner, we all went through the pandemic. A lot of trades guys like myself. Yeah. Couldn't work. Right. There was slowdown. There was all kinds of issues. There was supply chain issues. People didn't want you in their house. So, you know, people decided not to have work done. So what happened was during the pandemic, everyone sat home and they stared at their walls and they went, you know what? I'd like to do this. or I'd like to do that. I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. I am booked pretty solid through probably next October. Yeah. So two homeowners, if you call and say, when can you get here? I need this. I need that. I need that. Just bear in mind that we're all super busy and we're doing our best. And I am literally doing like two days at one job, two days at another, trying to keep people happy. And here's the thing. If you find a trades guy that is not busy, don't hire him. There's <laughs> <laughs> a reason why. Because he sucks. If you're not busy now in the trades, then you're not good at the trade. That whatever you do. Oh, remind me when we go offline. I have to ask you about something related okay. to this. So just bear that in mind as a homeowner. Just take a breath. Everyone's doing their best, and have some patience. It's the holidays. Patience is a virtue. That is. Look so that. that's my PSA. My hero is a pending hero. I talked to him tonight. So my <laughs> he is a. Uh, possible possible hero, but we, we're not going to have a big podcast because of the holidays, so it won't... I had to get it in now. So when I was up in Maine, we went to the uh, legal pot stop, pot shop. Yeah. And that I was, was waiting... Legal there, the electric, yeah. Yeah, yeah Maine is recreational and medical. So I was waiting my turn, and I heard this guy talking, who was clearly in there every week, and I heard him talking... Regular. Yeah, oh yeah. And he was talking about this strain and that strain. And he talked about this one strain and he goes, Yeah, it was too much for me. He goes, It was like I smoked cocaine. And I was like, What? And he goes, I had so much energy. He goes, I couldn't relax. I couldn't sit down, but I still felt like calm, but I was just like bouncing off the walls. And I was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> But we were already leaving, and I was like, God damn it. So uh, my buddy Johnny, Johnny Kinsman, said I could use his full name. Yeah. He is heading up to Maine, and he is going to bring me back. Insane in the membrane is That's the uh, strain. Is that a Cypress Hill song? Yes, it is. Cypress Hill. Are you impressed nice by that? Yeah, I was. That was impressive. That was pretty good. So Johnny will be my hero. And speaking of music, I this is my kind of a mea culpa. Uh, we had some friends over last night who were younger, a kid I coached years ago, but he's older. Excuse me. He's older. Um, and his girlfriend were over. And if they're listening to this podcast, we were all looking for the ring on her finger, buddy. Step up. Oh, um, you're a dog of like that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. God. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude, man. Dude, coach his, college, the bus. his college graduation, her father gave him these cufflinks that were in the family for like three generations. And I'm sitting next to him at the dinner and he looks at me and he goes, look what she, look what her dad gave me. I go, well, her dad just proposed to you. So yeah. it's about time for you to propose to her. 
So, yeah, buddy, we were looking at the finger. James, step up. But anyways, so we were talking last night, and uh, I'm trying to explain to them. So for those that don't know, Ked drove from Nashville to New York. And we've had, if you listen to the podcast, we don't have a whole lot of overlap in music. And I said I was going to make them a playlist. Yes. So me, old head, whatever, I went on iTunes and I made a playlist. He went He went to Napster and LimeWire and he downloaded <laughs> yeah. it. And put it I on had a, both of Napster and, and LimeWire. put it on a, an A-track and uh, you shipped it out to Nashville. <laughs> I, I, I had both of those. So I was unable, because I don't have Apple Music, so I was unable to share my playlist with Ked. So I told, I asked them as younger people, like, how do I do this? I'm glad you brought this up because they're like, you got to get Spotify. You can just do it and everything. But they were ripping me for having iTunes. They're like, who still has iTunes? I didn't even know it was still a thing. Yeah, man. That's something that we need to kind of sit you down here and have a talk with you. Um, Spotify Spotify is the way to go. I like to own the music. So if I hear a song I like. Why do you like to own the music? What's it? Because if like- I hear a song I like, and I and I listen to it, and I go, "Oh, that's a good song." I write it down or whatever. I have it in my phone. Actually, I have notes in my phone of songs I like, and I put them in my phone. And then every once in a while, I hop on iTunes and download them. And they were like, "You buy them?" Yes, they had the same reaction. Yeah. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> they had the same reaction. Bro. I want to have the song. You've probably spent so much money. Uh, well, oh, I only do it probably. I probably do it two or three times a year, so it's like Bro. probably 30, 40 bucks a year. Okay, so I think it, you get Spotify. I think you get Spotify, but I don't. But then they're not my songs. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So this is it why Spotify uh, to me it doesn't because you can create giant playlists. I never have to worry about fucking anything. And if you download the playlist, if you don't have reception, they still fucking play. Like this, Spotify is where it's at, man. And I'm glad we're talking about music. And I'm glad we're talking about this because guess what I watched today? What? I watched a documentary. And this documentary was on Netflix. And I don't know the exact name of it, but it was about Leonard Skinner. And oh, it nice. was incredible. I think you should watch it. It Actually, was. Oh, no. It was. I just recently watched the ZZ Top one. It was so fucking cool. Like those guys were. Did you know that the plane crashed into a swamp? Yeah. Ronnie Van Zant called himself the Mississippi kid, even though he wasn't from Mississippi and he died in Mississippi. Hmm. Like there are so it was. Oh, it was dude, you want to cool. start going down these rabbit holes. There's all kinds of stuff from the Beatles and all kinds of crazy stuff back then. I hate the Beatles. I know you do. But there was no there was no Internet. So all these urban myths got, you know, they're uh Fuck, there was actually one of the guys in Leonard Skinner said that the Beatles was like a huge uh like it helped solidify like what he did. Like it was uh influence, like a big influence on him. Yeah. Um, but if you get a chance, check that out. Right. I would consider it must watch, and I also started watching today another documentary. Everybody remembers Tiger King, right? Oh, the so part they two. Out, but they came out with the part two, but now do you remember the dude in Tiger King? He had his own fucking tiger fucking zoo. Or whatever. Oh, the douche with the ponytail, and it's about him. And yeah. holy fuck, he is a fucked up individual. Let me like, ask you this: If you're thinning on top, and you grow a ponytail, you're a fucking loser. You uh, you definitely watch weird porn. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like squid ink porn. Or like for <laughs> sure. Uh, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. Actually, he definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. He's not a hockey guy, but my buddy Coop, he's a basketball guy. He's had some thinning hair going on the last couple of years, and he bit the bullet, and he fucking he he Shave bit it. it. Yeah. He bit it. 
he finally did it. So he's uh, probably much better, happier. Yeah, I, th- I think instead so. of like trying to, and he's got a sick out. beard too, dude. So it's the like, beard. that's be a beard guy. It's huge. He's got it. Ended up looking sharp. So actually, while we're talking about shows, remember we were talking about wrestling? Yeah. There's a show on Stars called Heels. Have you heard of this? No. It is uh, a series on Showtime, and it's like, I think it's like eight episodes, or maybe it's ten. But I watched it in like two nights, and it's it's excellent. It's about a small circuit wrestling in Georgia, and the two brothers and their dad, I don't want to give away anything, but they're trying to build it up into something and it's the trials and trivia it's and it's just funny like talk about staying in character and one of them's like a good guy so he's got to be funny around town and stuff it's it's pretty good show did you uh have you been following this jake paul shit oh the the boxing yeah isn't he that dickhead that went to japan in the suicide forest (laughs) yeah did you so he fought tyrone woodley earlier this year Oh, he and, laid out someone the other night, right? No, he fought Tyron Woodley earlier this year, and then he was supposed to fight the who's the heavyweight champion in the world right now? Fuck if I know. It's his little brother. He was supposed to fight his little brother, and the guy even said he's like, if he loses, I'm going to make him change his name because nobody in our family would lose to a YouTube blogger. Anyway, this guy pulled out. His last name's Fury. He oh, Tyson out, Fury. He pulled out. Tyson of the Fury. Fight. He pulled out of the fight maybe two weeks before. He, Wait, he was going to fight Tyson Fury. The brother, not the champion. The oh, brother, all right, all right, all right, all right. Who's still a boxer? Yeah. So, but Tyson Tyson Fury is bad like a motherfucking man. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. So throughout the entire thing, Tyson Fury is pretty much saying like, if my brother loses, I'm making him change his name. There, like, and like it was it was awesome. So the brother pulls out a couple weeks before the fucking fight ends up happening with like undisclosed injury or whatever. It sucked. So Jake Paul had to fight Tyrone Woodley again last night. And he fucked him up. He laid him out. Bad. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. Well, he's work. five and zero, oh, and it's like cherry picked opponents, and he's much bigger, and he does have skill boxing wise, right? I would have liked to have seen him do one of those backyard brawls back when Kimbo Slice was the fucking oh, man. Kimbo Slice. Yeah. Do you remember that fucking guy? Yeah. He there's a guy murder people. There's some guy who chugs a beer out of a shoe whenever he wins. Have you seen this guy? No. I think he might be UFC, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jake Paul fight that guy. I like the dude. I don't know his name. I'm going to get roasted by UFC guys, but the dude who, oh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's fucking oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. He's the guy with like the weird hair and stuff. And like, yeah, but he's, he's like 157 pounds or something. <laughs> he's badass though, dude. Oh yeah. He's a yeah. badass he's no dude. And, like he's big on social media. We talked earlier about how Zegris and all these guys, like this guy's on TikTok and like his TikToks are hilarious. And he has the podcast and stuff. It's like, why the fuck? Like I would listen to a an Austin Matthews Mitch Marner podcast even if they weren't talking about hockey. Like even if it was like, like okay, you won it, but like I don't know. I just <laughs> it is what it is. But is that our heroes and zeros? Are we done? Yeah, that's it for the heroes and zeros. All right, buckle up. The moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> all right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. Three stars of the week. Top 10 Christmas movies. Are these ranked or can I just name Wait. them? No, we're doing the hockey first, remember? We're doing hockey first. So these are the team. What team would you play for in the NHL? No original six teams. We and we and we the reason being is because if we said original six, everyone's gonna be like Chicago. Like even I would say I would probably say if I had to pick out of the original six, I would say Chicago would be one, Rangers would be two. 
Uh, it'd be Detroit or Montreal. I no, it'd be Detroit. I couldn't go to fucking Montreal. Mine would be Bruins, Montreal, and oh, obviously Bruins. But I was leaving them out because obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Rangers. I'm not gonna say Rangers. I would say Bruins, Montreal, and probably Detroit, dude. I think Detroit. Yeah, I think Detroit would be cool. Dump of a city, isn't it? There's nice parts of Detroit, and I actually toured Detroit when I was there. It's a good time, man. Detroit pizza is low key really good. It'd be cool to be like best friends with Kid Rock. Yeah. All right. Well, teams that aren't in the original six. My third right. star, the Calgary Flames. That's I your third? Want, that's yep. my third star. I would want a Canadian experience. Yep. And I'm looking through Winnipeg, too cold. Um, Ottawa, too shitty. Vancouver. Fuck Vancouver. You know, like, I don't like the fans, but, like, in turn, isn't that, like, an Beautiful. absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Isn't that, like, an awesome Gorgeous. city to live in? Well, then you might as well pick Seattle. Right. Which I'm not going to. I would never go to Seattle. Um, but yeah, I think Calgary would be cool. They have they have history there. The Saddle Dome, the Calgary Stampede. No, nope. I can really, I can really just really pretend to be a cowboy there. Yeah, and I think that. So my third star would be the Calgary Flames. So believe it or not, the third star for me was the hardest. I knew my top two right away. My third star is between the Islanders. Ugh. Just because the whole uh, family thing about it, but I don't want to live on Long Island. Uh, I know, but the, everybody talks about the family, the family, the family. Plus, I couldn't deal with the shaving. Uh, Pittsburgh, I think, would be cool because I lived in Pittsburgh. It's a fun city. Uh, I think Mini uh, would be nice Minnie with be Billy cool. Garen there because I feel like I still envision myself as my age getting dropped in on the right wing and I'd be buddies with Billy. Uh, but I went with Colorado. I think Colorado has... Colorado as a state has just about everything except for the ocean. They were um they were like my bubble pick. Yeah. And they have history so, too, the Red Wings. Cool jerseys. Yeah. Ray Bork won a cup there. Patrick Waugh. Yeah, but the altitude thing I think would fuck with me. I think though, when you play elsewhere, you probably can skate five minute shifts, maybe. Yeah, probably, but I don't um, know. Well, I wonder if they do training in the winter, like if they open the doors. You think it's pressurized? No, it couldn't be pressurized, right? Does this does this face look like it could understand what that thing was pressurized or not? No, I just remember the conversation about circular and linear time last week. So I guess not. Sorry to put you in way a- over my <laughs> head. All right, go ahead with your number two. Is this ring pressurized or what? Uh, my number two star, the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, Anaheim. I think history with Paul Korea, Tamas Lani. They got a good young team there. And like it. It'd be pretty cool to be Trevor Zegers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like he's that kid's living the dream. You have good uh, leadership. I got sneakers older than him, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> Actually, going back to the David Backus podcast, um, they talked about how it was the last game that Anaheim was playing in St. Louis, and they didn't know if Backus was going to be in the lineup. And Getzlav went to the GM, walks in the GM's office, and he goes, "David Backus is playing tonight. If I have to fake an injury in warmups, I will do that." So it was like a Rudy moment. He laid his jersey yep. on the desk. Pretty fucking cool, dude. For Gets Laugh. Gets, well, Gets Laugh's a fucking man. He's a man, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, I like Gets Laugh a lot. So uh, I think around those guys, again, yeah. SoCal, like, that'd be pretty cool. My number two is uh, Winnipeg. Oh, my dude. God. It's so cold there. But you, I know you it's cold, cold, but I just feel like it's such a community driven thing. And Winnipeg's, it'd be sweet in the summer. I feel like Winnipeg, okay, you know, like AHL teams or East Coast teams that pack the house. Like back back in the day, the Adirondack Red Wings packed the house. It was in Glens yeah, Falls. Yeah. Like, yep. 
I feel like Winnipeg is that, but just on a bigger scale. Like, it, they do the community, how awesome is that? I think it's way more of a community type. Yeah. I think you nailed it, dude. Honestly, because yeah. like you look at all these other major cities and shit. There's other teams. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. I think be cool. The only game in town. Well, they might be uh, CFL, but I don't know, I don't know that about it. That's the Canadian Football League, <laughs> the Great Cup. Remember? Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, that's six sports now. Or <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> Um, my number one star, I think it'd be, and I would have to like live up to the reputation. Philadelphia oh, right, like right, right. Fire would be cool. They don't, they have like that ring of fire, like hall of it. Like, yeah, I just, I feel like if you're on Philly, like you have an excuse to just be the biggest dickhead ever. Nobody can ever be mean to you about it till they throw a battery at you. Right. <laughs> Always sunny in Philadelphia, Wawa's, whatever. I just the yeah. black and the orange dude, they're classic unis. Like, yeah, those unis are sick. So I think I think it'd be kind of cool. How much bigger of a star would Claude Giroux have been if he wasn't in Philly? Claude Giroux like was in Montreal. I was thinking I was thinking Toronto, but yeah. Yeah. And all intents and purposes, I guess that guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, Actually, like, uh, a kid a kid I used to coach saw him jogging one day when they were here for like a, a weekend series and he was stretching the jog and drew went jogging by him and he's like hey and drew was like come on and he jogged with them for like a couple of miles and they chatted yeah said it was the nicest guy no shit yeah, yeah. that's pretty fucking sick yeah yeah drew yeah. you know what's Good awesome dude. i think it could be any nhl player ever and if i met one on the street and he was jogging he's like hey come on i would be like dude <laughs> I'd be like, hey, circle back. We'll have a couple of years. <laughs> Come on, bro. Let, let me go grab my fucking bicycle. Or, hey, let me pull up the car. <laughs> I'll pace you. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, who's your number one? My number one team, Calgary Flames. Yeah. Calgary has been my Western Conference team since I ever heard of them, since when I was a little kid. I love the logo. I love the colors. The jerseys the are unreal. I love the saddle dome, the whole history with all the, you know, Again, not only again, but everybody else. Um, the Battle of Alberta, it's beautiful there. It's cowboys, buckle bunnies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that was really holding me back about the Anaheim Ducks is the black and orange jerseys. I hate those. Like, if they went back to the teal and purple, I think it'd be a no brainer. But the Calgary Flames jerseys are just the next level type. Shirt. I think that C with the Flames is the sickest logo. Yeah. All right. So we shared one. There you go. Top 10 Christmas movie time. So I, I don't have an order. I don't have mine in order. Can I just go through mine and then we can do your 10? Sure. Okay. Wait, you don't want to go back and forth? You're just going to rattle them off? I think if we go back and forth, there's discussion. No, I don't know. You tell me. How do you want to do it? No, we'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. All right. The Santa Claus has, needs to be on there. That's your number 10? Yeah. And by the way, uh, do you want to tell the listeners what happened this week? <laughs> so my wife and daughter went to the local library. They have all kinds of stuff there. You know, like we're all about, you know, go to the farmer's market, all about the community, shop local. Dude, when you said oh, they yeah. went to the library, I was like, I can't believe those things are still open. Oh, dude, the libraries around here, they have um uh reading time where the librarians will read stories to the kids. Oh no they shit. They do puppet shows for the little kids. Cool. Yeah, the kids come in and there's um like places to bring toys and books and food for less privileged. We have an open table here in town for less. I mean, it's a really community oriented and we're trying to get my daughter to buy into all that. And that on top of that, the people that are bringing their kids to the library are probably pretty stand up people. 
for the most part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that's like a good community to be a part of. Yeah. So they went to the library and she went, she got a couple of books that she liked. I think she got books on, oh, I know. The, she goes to an Audubon Society school, which is um, like nature and farm and stuff. And for preschool, you know, yeah. and uh, they bring animals that they're rehabbing before they release them back into the wild, into the class. And she, we knew that in the class was going to be a possum this week. So they went and got books on possums and they studied it. So my daughter was interested. Yeah. Those are creepy fucking bastards, dude. Dude, a possum, possums are very important. Why? Very important. Why? They eat. First off, they are... Uh, they're immune to rabies, so they can't transmit it. I think they're immune to venom as well, I believe. And they eat one of their one of their uh, favorite things to eat, ticks. Interesting. Didn't know. And they're North America's only marsupial. I have a question for you. Fire a little off topic. Sorry. We got we got squirrels in the garage. Okay. How do I get those fucking out? What do you mean in the garage? Like in the walls of the garage and shit. Is your is it open walls like you can see the studs and stuff? Um, no, but they're, but they're definitely in the roof. Like I'm redoing like the uh, ceiling. I got like these. I I don't know how thick they are, but they're like kind of like these. Uh, I don't even know what they're made of, but you screw them into the fucking roof of the ceiling so it makes it look better and it keeps the insulation in and all that shit. I think they're just like insulation squares. Okay, kind of thing. So I'm gonna end up doing that. So I think I have to take off everything because right now the top of it is like tarps and shit. But there's Wait, no shingles or anything. I don't think so. Oh. It's it's just it's just, it's an old school type fucking garage. But yeah, it sounds like you need more than insulation. Yeah, I gotta figure it out, dude. But we've been trying to trap these fucking things. Can't trap them forever. Whatever. Neither here. Nor well, they're not gonna go anywhere right now because it's the winter. So you guys, I, I might have to gas them out, or just leave it till the spring. You're not gonna go up there and do the roof anyways. <sighs> I don't know. I'll figure it out. Okay. They're not gonna hurt anything. They're not gonna hurt anything in your garage. There's no wires up there or anything. Oh wait, but yeah. So what did, what did your daughter get at the library? Oh, right, right, right. So when they were there, she got books and she got a movie. And the movie she got was Santa Claus 2, which was your recommendation. So I sent Ked the picture. I go, oh, look what my daughter brought home from the library. And then, like, the next day you were like, how'd she like it? And I'm like, she gave up on it halfway through. <laughs> well, was it the second one or the first one? Second one. Okay, well, it's because it wasn't. So she was one. lost in the plot, apparently. Lost in the plot, yeah, dude. Yeah. Lost in the plot, lost in the sauce. All right, what's your movie? All right, so my number 10, even though you made fun of me for this, is a Christmas story you'll shoot your eye out. It's traditional. Oh. It's tradition. Yeah, and I still think it's funny. I think there's parts of it that are funny. I hate that movie. <laughs> I don't know why. I hate that movie. And I hate the fucking one with Chevy Chase. I just never got into it. I don't I don't care for Chevy Chase. So. Yeah. Um Jack Frost. We talked about this before. Oh yeah, Jack Frost. Yep. yep. Snowman. What, what's right. uh, what's your number nine? My number nine, Gremlins. Gremlins. That's Have you Christmas never movie? seen Gremlins? That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, take, he mo he got he gets the Mogwai as a Christmas gift. Fair. Okay. Yep. Never ne didn't even think of that movie. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm okay Good with that flip. one. Good flip, Phoebe Cates. Uh, one that I haven't mentioned yet, Eight Crazy Nights. That oh, movie. Oh yeah, Adam Sandler. It's a cartoon though, right? Yeah, but that yep. movie is fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like that is an that's a to me that's an all time holiday film. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Holiday film. Right. 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 All right, so my number seven is your jingle all the way. Turbo Man. Yeah, I just think it's a funny movie. And for a while there, Sinbad was it for yeah, it was. for those type of comedies. It was. There's a movie called uh I think it's House Guest. 
He pretends to be somebody else, and it's him and uh, some like uptight nerdy dude. I can't remember, but he's pretending to be this like vegetarian and this like big brain, and he's like a uh, you know he's Sinbad. Yeah. So throughout the movie, every chance he gets, he's like hiding and like housing like McDonald's and like, <laughs> like two bites. I went to see this movie with my sister like years and years ago in the theater, and we got out of there, and she's like, "We need to go find a fucking McDonald's." <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll also say Jingle All the Way. All right, there you go. Like that one. Uh, my next one is the original Home Alone, number one. That one's that one's mine too. The original, not yeah. any of the additions. And no, I'm trying to get my first, daughter maybe to watch second, it. Maybe second, but the first one for sure. I'm trying to get my daughter to watch it, but the the parts where he gets left at Christmas is a little too much for her. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get her to sit down so I can fast forward to when he when he's just beating the tar out of the <laughs> robbers, the yeah. wet bandits, you know, because then it's like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, basically. Dude, Joe, how cool is Joe Pesci? <laughs> Joe Pesci. Yeah, he is. He uh, was he's great. He, Home Alone. Um, the mo- you don't like Mel Gibson, but what he was in that. Wow, Lethal Weapon. Remember? He oh, was right, like, right, 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 right. And then my cousin Vinny. He had some good fucking movies. Wait, you're forgetting about Goodfellas, Casino, well, yes. The Irishman. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, but what a, but what a fucking guy that guy. Oh yeah, he's a, he makes this ridiculous movie with Danny Glover called like Gone Fishing. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, great yeah. movie. Yeah. Great. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Joe yeah. was sick. I loved him. Actually, uh, and if you go way back in the day, there's an old Rodney Dangerfield movie called like Easy Money, I think. And Joe Pesci plays his brother-in-law. It's like his first role. It's hilarious. Now old, we're talking actors. Movie. We're talking actors throwing it back to the Leonard Skinner documentary. They played this one show, and Jack Nicholson came to them and was smoking weed with them. And there's like a picture oh, yeah. of Jack Nicholson hanging out surprised. with fucking Leonard Skinner. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Was Jack has Jack Nicholson always been a huge dude? What do you mean huge dude? Like why like, why like just like super, super famous? Like when I think of like the most oh, famous oh, actor of all time. Physically. Yeah, oh, Jack Nicholson, man, he I think he broke out in like the 60s, early 60s. What was the movie that did it for him? Probably One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. See, I don't even think I've ever seen that. It's an old, old movie, and his performance is like unbelievable. And you know who else is in that is Danny DeVito. I don't think there's too many actors that had the career that he has. Like, if you think of just absolute superstardom, I can think of Jack Nicholson and Leo. Those are like the two big, like big, 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 big ones. Well, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. It's longevity too, a lot of it, you know? Yeah. But it's just something interesting. Jack Nicholson, know what it is with Jack Nicholson? I believe he's like the old style, like 50s type, like, you know, he's bigger than life, you know, kind of, you know. And they live like that. Steve McQueen, you know, you should go watch some of the old Steve McQueen movies. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's awesome. My dad hated Jack Nicholson. Like, really? If, if he was on the TV, he would turn it off. Like, well, I don't know. Did he ever say why? No. But my dad was one of those guys. If he had his way, there was no reasoning about it. Like, it was just that's how it was. I so understand. Really I can't. I I can't. I don't. I can't tell you why. We had this conversation last night. I can't stand Matthew McConaughey. Cannot really? fucking stand him. Cannot oh, fucking cool, stand dude. him. I, I I don't want to watch an interview. I don't want to watch his movies. I, yeah, I cannot I fucking stand him. And it's irrational. I have no reason. I think he's probably one of the coolest people on planet Earth. I can't stand him. I I just I just really like his like his mindset towards life. Like he's just you don't very think that, you don't think it's affected. 
You think that's for real? Yes. I think that I think he's like a weirder dude, but I think he just loves life and like does what he needs to do. I can understand if it would rub you the wrong way if you thought it was an act, though. I could get. I just, I just, yeah, whatever. Um, so we both said Home Alone. We both said Jingle All the Way. This is Uh, where we're gonna start to divert. I think Christmas Carol. I, 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 with Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, all right. So like the original Christmas Carol. Yeah, I, I just, I, you know. That's a great movie, dude. You have the ghost of Christmas Good past, and future. Uh, Tiny Tim is that his name? Tiny Tim. That's the little kid with the with the yeah, yeah, yeah. The wall and everyone or whatever. Yeah, I think about. it is. I think it's Tiny Tim. God um, bless you, everyone. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I've always been a Christmas Carol guy. Actually, the reason why I'm a Christmas Carol guy. Do you guys have a Christmas village? Uh there are there are some in the area, not here in town. But yeah. No, I mean, like, have you ever seen the people that collect like these little houses? Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant like a life size stuff, like at the church and stuff, like the manger and all that stuff. Yeah, I've seen people who collect the stuff. Yeah. So my mom's done that forever, and she did Department Fifty Two. So all the the houses that she had. Were Wait, all what's those- Department Fifty Two? So each there, there's different Christmas villages. So Department Fifty Two is its own one. There's there's this oh, one. This oh. one. So she's like a collector. Yes, but Department yeah. 52, for the most part, is all Christmas Carol stuff. So it's all like the houses and shit from the Christmas Carol. Oh, cool. So it's fucked. I've always kind of been into that. I don't know. Do you why. go Chris? Have you ever gone Christmas caroling? Um, no, I don't think that's so. what you should do for your mom. You should find carols to come to your house. That would be fucking cool. I'm sure they're probably fully booked, though. I bet you they're not. You don't think so? I bet you if you hop on like a local Facebook or Craigslist and be like, hey, can you guys just. Two songs and surprise her. If she's into Christmas, that'd be a solid thing. That and like flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, What's your next one? Uh, This movie called Trapped in Paradise. Have you ever seen this? No. So it's Nick Cage. uh, Legend. Legend. He's up there with Jack Nicholson and Leo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Cage, John Lovett. And I believe Dana Carvey is the third one. Love it. I do. I gotta look. John Lovett's the guy. Like, yeah, that's the ticket. That guy. He's like the liar guy from Saturday Night Live. Okay. 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 He's the creepy dude. I think he's hilarious. So the three of them, the three of them are brothers, and Lovett and Dana Carvey. Lovett's like the scumbag. Dana Carvey's the dumb one. Nicholas Cage. Dana Carvey is the guy from Wayne's World, right? Yes, yes. And Nick Cage is trying to go straight. And they're going to pull off one last heist. And they get trapped in this town called Paradise over Christmas. And it's just hijinks. And I'm probably remembering it much fonder than it probably is. But I just remember that being a hilarious movie. I'll have to watch it. Because there's nothing better than an exasperated Nick Cage. What's your your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Uh, I don't remember the name. um, But it's with James Caan. And the girl from Sex in the City. What's it about? James Conn's like a con man, and Nick Cage is like a commitment foe. Honeymoon in Vegas. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That, I, uh, and I love the the ones where the stuff's on the back of the 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 stuffs on like the back of the Declaration of Independence. What are those movies? Oh fuck! I know what you're talking about. Treasure or whatever. Yeah, those are fun. I just think he's a fun. Who do you? What's yours? Fucking Con Air. Oh yeah, Con Air is a classic. Anytime that movie's on, I fucking keep that thing on. That movie is incredible. That's a good movie. 
But I just I I I don't I like him when he, in all these other movies he plays this like wacky man. Raised in Arizona, the old Cohen brothers was he was great in that. He's a gay and he's got a movie coming out now where he plays himself like an altered version of himself, and some like rich billionaire guy hires him to come like hang out at a party, and then hijinks ensue. And it's like the the unbearable being of Nick Cage or something like that. Yeah, it's. Like a meta comedy. It looks pretty interesting. All right. So Trapped in Paradise. Try that. Um Elf. Yeah. Classic. It is a classic. I think it's a classic. James Con. James Con's in that too. That's I mean it's a hell of a fucking movie. Shout out to James Con. Uh my next one's the original Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton. Because when that when the first one came out, it was such a shock. It was. Hundred percent. Like holy shit! And that the line of the girl from the, what is she from? Gil Gilmore Girls? Is that what the show? I think so. Yeah. And she's like, "Fuck me, Santa." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just Billy Bob Thorne just gives me the weirdest vibes, though. But that's why he's perfect for that role. Like, wasn't he dating Angelina Jolie? And like, weren't they carrying around like vials of like their vials of each other's shit? blood, like that? And there was one time on the red carpet. He was all like sweaty, and they're like, "You okay?" He's like, "Yeah, we just had sex in a limo." And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." <laughs> Maybe he is cool, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, um, Charlie Brown. Wow, I feel like you're like heartstring Christmas movies, and mine are like. You have good ones. You definitely have good ones. I just I can't like I can't think of any like funny ones where like Christmas was happening kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Charlie Brown's a good one. Like uh, that's the little sad tree, right? Yep, 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 yep. 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 Uh, all right, so who's your favorite peanut character? Oh boy. Uh I don't know, dude. Probably Snoopy just cuz he fucking chills. Yeah, like, Snoopy was cool, yeah. Or um Pigpen, I always thought was funny. Oh, I was going to say Pigpen. The other guy I like is Schroeder cuz he's just like fuck off, let me play my piano. Yeah, and he he's, <laughs> he can play piano that guy. And uh do you do when you were a kid did they still have them? They had like these hardbound books of all the peanut strips. And when they're in a book form, it's progressive. Like the story. Oh, that's cool. No, I don't think I I remember reading those when I was a kid and there's this whole storyline where Linus used to use his blanket as a weapon. And it was, yeah, it was pretty funny. I still remember that from a kid. Lucy was like the original Karen. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And fucking Charlie, bro, stop trying to kick the fucking ball. Like, I feel like Charlie Brown is just trying to do good. Yeah, but stop trying to kick the ball. It never works. No, that's fair. Have, have some uh, all right, my next one is uh, Office Christmas Party. That's a newer one, correct? Yes. With, that movie is uh, hilarious, dude. Jennifer Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. It just, go, it just goes and – was it TJ Miller? It just goes and goes and goes. And it there's some lines in there. I think Jason Bateman is hilarious. I've told you how you were almost related. So, right. I've told you that story. Um, Jason, Justine's still out there. Have a call. Jason Bateman. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. This is uh, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Their daughter's not supposed to come home. So they they book like this big vacation. They don't tell their friends because they don't want their friends to judge them. And the daughter's like, I am coming home. So they have to cancel Christmas and they have to like do all this shit to make sure everything's good. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, it used to be when I was a kid, it seemed like every Christmas there would be a Christmas movie. And like me and my family would always go to the movie theaters and we watch. You mean like a new movie. one coming out every year? Yeah. But I feel like they kind of stopped doing that recently. Well, sucks. I think the I think with, with the problem that's going on with movies is that with streaming yeah. with the now you can have a 75 inch TV in your living room, you know, and surround sound. So I mean, I'm guilty of it too. There are a few movies that I'm like, I want to go see that in the theater. Because, like, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, but like, how cool is it when that happens, though? I love going to the movie theater, dude. Like, But it's got to, for me, because with work and the kid and everything else, there's a lot of stuff to juggle. So if it's like a, like a, like for J, like James Bond, for example, right? The James Bond movies, the Daniel Craig ones, they're awesome. The action or the Tom Cruise, right? Mission Impossible. Those yeah. are the kind of movies. Or um, what's the one with the blue, the blue people? Avatar. Avatar. Like a movie like that, like I want to go see in the theater. If it's like a drama, like um, I don't know, like Office Christmas Party, for example, I don't need to go see that in a theater. See what I'm the, saying? The um, they came out with a war movie a couple years ago. It's called 1917. Saw that in the theater. It was shot all in one shot. There were no cutscenes. Yes, I think that's what they presented, but I really don't think it was one shot. I think it was technology that made it look as if it was one shot. It was shot. still fucking cool, though. You oh, yeah. I mean? like, that. like that like the Michael Keaton movie about the bird, bird band, the yeah. Broadway play. Same well, kind I, of technology. I saw that in the theater, too. And that was yeah. a, I feel like war movies are cool to watch. In movies. Like, I saw Lone Survivor in the theater. Uh, Lone Survivor. That one. No, I saw American Sniper in the theater. Lone Survivor is oh, yeah. the one with Mark Wahlberg and Tim Riggins. Ah, fuck Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, you're not a Wahlberg guy. But I oh the Marvel. I like to see the Marvel movies in the theater. Those are good. I saw what's one with Harley Quinn and all those guys. Uh oh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I saw that yep. one and and actually um, my buddy just went to uh my buddy with the forge just went to see Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man last night. And uh, he goes, All right, so he goes, So we're not gonna talk for a month? And I'm like, why? He goes, because it's going to take you a fucking month to go see this goddamn movie, and I'm not going to talk to you, because all I'm going to want to do is talk about Spider-Man, and you're going to tell me, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, all right, talk to you in a month. You should watch Spider-Man, dude. Why? You need to go to the movies to go see it. Is it only in the theaters? Yeah. Because <sighs> sometimes well, they're on HBO or something. Well, what they do with Disney and HBO Max is the like the first, they, they don't come to streaming for like 30 or 40 days. I'll watch it when it gets on HBO Max. If it comes on HBO Max, I'd watch that. Well, we'll see what happens when the family goes down to her parents' house and when I go down to her parents' house. And if there's a little gap in there, there might be a little gap. Then uh, I might hit the cloud and go to the movies. Yeah, I love that. What's your movie snack? Oh boy, movie snack. Um, like in a theater. Well, yeah, we're talking about the about your house. You can have anything. I like mean, what's your go-to when you go to the theater? By yourself. Pop, listen, by yourself. No one judging you. Popcorn, uh, slushy, but I mix the red and the blue, and Junior Mint. Ooh, we're very close. Yeah, th- I mean that's a setup. I do popcorn and bunch of crunch. Okay, because you can eat them together. Mm-hmm. And I go blue slushy, the biggest one. Have to. I mean, how often yeah. do you have a slushy? Like slushies yeah. are only for movie theaters and like Cumberland Farms. I can't wait till my daughter's old enough that I can send her out to refill my slushy during the movie. That would be nice. Hey, <laughs> fucking hit the bricks. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, <laughs> if she doesn't, you just suck through the straw so it just gets really loud. She's like, Dad, you're embarrassing me. Well, you can go fill it up if you want. <laughs> uh, it's your turn or mine. 
Uh, I'm out. I'm out of turn. So you, I think you have two more, right? I have three on my list, though. You have three more. Charlie Brown, yeah. Ever Christmas Carol. All right, yeah, just go, go off. All right, the night before. Have you seen this movie? Mm, Joe, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie. Is Kenny Powers in that movie? No. The night before. No, I don't know if I know that one. The you're thinking of the uh, this is the end, which is a great yeah. movie, but nothing to do with Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's why I was like, okay. Oh, right. the Kenny Powers. That that's the clip I sent to you when you first wanted me to come on the podcast. Like, I want you to play this intro. Yeah. <laughs> this actually is a funny movie. I haven't seen yeah. it in forever, but it's the night good. before. I you know what? The only reason it's on my list is because it was on like two nights ago. I and I think I own the DVD somewhere. So that's that one. I my num- All right. So am I, I'm just doing my next two. Is that it? You're mm-hmm. out? I'm out. All right. Just Friends. Have you seen this? Uh, With Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart? No. This might be one of the funniest movies of all time. Dude, This who is Amy Smart? Oh, Amy Smart's a rocket. Oh, my God. What, yeah. what else is she in? All right, everything. keep going. Oh she God. plays like the girl next door and everything. Yeah, I'm a fan but this movie, Ryan Reynolds was the fat kid in high school, was in the friend zone with Amy Smart, moves out to California, gets shredded, comes home, trying to close the deal finally. And it's just hilarious. It's Anna Ferris. There's, I mean, this, this movie, honestly, you should watch it with just sitting around. You, it's one of my top 10 movies of all time. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. And my number one Christmas movie, like we talked about, is Scrooge with Bill Murray. However, my Bill Murray Scrooge doesn't make my top 10 of all time list, but Just Friends makes my top 10 of all time. Interesting. Yep. I love that movie. I'll have to check it out. It is literally one of my favorite movies. And it's a nice story, too. Like, you know, you can watch it with a girlfriend or, you know, whatever. I'll have to check some of these out, man. Yeah, I, I, I want to watch Scrooge. If I can find Scrooge, I'll watch it. But I'm sure it's... Oh, nowadays, who knows? All right. Well... There you That's go. So uh, everybody listening, I hope they have a Merry Christmas and a happy, happy Hanukkah. What do um, we so what's the plan for so we're not we're gonna release what are we doing? What's we're gonna release this one. Uh I think the no, plan no, I'm next week. Are you out next week? No, I can be, I think, but I it I just need to know ahead of time because I'll have to bring the whole setup down to my in-laws. I mean, I'd be down if you are. I don't know if right. we could even do a matinee if it would be easier or whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter to me. I'll figure it out. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. Yep. Have a wonderful holiday, Christmas. What else? Christmas, Hanukkah is Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, I think. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Just whatever you're doing, just be kind to each other. Be Mm -hmm. thoughtful of each other and just be nice. I'm going to go have some eggnog with some ramen in it right now. There you go. I'm going to probably go to bed because i got to work tomorrow. But hey, God bless you, Jerome McGinley. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> magnificent. Bed. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very much. Oh, 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 off the rails. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>